from Hex's point of view is a mere subroutine of Discworld, and is practically godlike, although more patient. The wizards think they have sorted it all out. The monkeys have learned about their permanently threatened world via a type of technomancy called science, and may yet escape frozen doom. And yet, the thing about best-laid plans is they don't often go wrong. They sometimes go wrong, but not often because of having been, as aforesaid, the best laid. The kind of plans laid by wizards who barge in, shout a lot, try to sort it all out by lunchtime and hope for the best, on the other hand, well, they go wrong almost instantly. There is a kind of narrativium on Roundworld, if you really look. On Discworld, the narrativium of a fish tells it that it is a fish, was a fish, and will continue to be a fish. On Roundworld, Something inside a fish tells it that it is a fish, was a fish, and might eventually be something else. Perhaps. Chapter 1. Any Other Business It was raining. This would, of course, be good for the worms. Through the trickles that coursed down the window, Charles Darwin stared at the garden. Worms, thousands of them, out there under the soft rain, turning the detritus of winter into loam, building the soil. How convenient! The ploughs of God, he thought, and winced. It was the harrows of God that plagued him now. Strange how the rustle of the rain sounds very much like people whispering. At which point he became aware of the beetle. It was climbing up the inside of the window, a green and blue tropical jewel. There was another one higher up, banging fruitlessly against the pane. One landed on his head. The air filled up with the rattle and slither of wings. Entranced, Darwin turned to look at the glowing cloud in the corner of the room. It was forming a shape. It is always useful for a university to have a very big thing. It occupies the younger members to the relief of their elders, especially if the VBT is based at some distance from the seat of learning itself and it uses up a lot of money which would otherwise only lie around causing trouble or be spent by the sociology department, or probably both. It also helps in pushing back boundaries, and it doesn't much matter what boundaries these are, since, as any researcher will tell you, it's the pushing that matters, not the boundary. It's a good idea, too, if it's a bigger VBT than anyone else's, and in particular, since this was Unseen University, the greatest magical university in the world, if it's a bigger one than those bastards are building at Brazeneck College. In fact, said Pontus Dibbons, head of inadvisably applied magic, theirs is really only a QBT, or quite big thing. Actually, they've had so many problems with it, it's probably only a BT. The senior wizards nodded happily. And ours is certainly bigger, is it? said the senior wrangler. Oh yes, said Stibbons. Based on what I can determine from chatting to the people at Brazeneck, Ours will be capable of pushing boundaries twice as big, up to three times as far. I hope you haven't told them that, said the lecturer in recent runes. We don't want them building a, um, a, uh, an EBT. A what, sir? said Ponder politely, his tone saying, I know about this sort of special thing, and I'd rather you did not pretend that you do, too. Um, an even bigger thing, said runes, aware that he was edging into unknown territory. No, sir said Ponder kindly. The next one up would be a great big thing, sir. 
It's been postulated that if we could ever build a GBT, we would know the mind of the Creator. The wizards fell silent. For a moment a fly buzzed against the high, stone-mullioned window, with its stained-glass image of Arch-Chancellor Sloman discovering the special theory of Slude, and then, after depositing a small fly-speck on Arch-Chancellor Sloman's nose, exited with precision through a tiny hole in one pane, which had been caused two centuries ago when a stone had been thrown up by a passing cart. Originally the hole had stayed there because no one could be bothered to have it fixed, but now it stayed there because it was traditional. The fly had been born in Unseen University, and because of the high permanent magical field was far more intelligent than the average fly. Strangely, the field never had this effect on wizards, perhaps because most of them were more intelligent than flies in any case. "'I don't think we want to do that, do we?' said Ridcully. "'It might be considered impolite,' agreed the Chair of Indefinite Studies. "'Exactly how...